0: that, right? You know that part, right? It's not on will throw. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. Deep breath comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins that come highly recommended at a juncture like this for someone who follows this particular franchise. Yankees 9, Pirates 8. Crow took a four-run lead onto the mound. Four-run lead onto the mound in the ninth inning and immediately gave up an Aaron Judge home run, then a bunch of other damage, and then ultimately a John Carlos Stanton grand slam a laser shot into the First couple rows of the left field seats, and that was that. And all of the good, all of the things that had happened over the course of this game that should be uplifting, not just for the collective, but for the individuals involved that should have Rodolfo Castro with that big home run of his feeling really good about himself that should have Brian Reynolds with four hits, including a blast of his own feeling really good about himself. And a lot of people thinking positive thoughts. I'm not talking about on the outside. We don't matter. Me and you don't matter what the people on the inside think in that clubhouse, what they think matters. And when something like this happens and you see their reaction as, One of the commenters on DK Pittsburgh Sports pointed out in that dugout afterward, the long faces, the younger players sitting there feeling like losers. After doing that for eight innings and change against a zillion-dollar opponent in their house when they've got something to play for, and it hurts the whole process. I'm sorry if I get repetitive on this subject, but there is only one subject, and that is that from Bob Nutting to Travis Williams to Ben Charrington and on down, a decision was made—a conscious, aware decision—to punt on the 2022 season, to not support in any way, shape, or form, other than the occasional Ben Gamel the young players who'd be coming up. And this is what happens to them. This is what happens to them. And what's worse, that decision is going to be replicated in 2023. I'm not guessing at this, okay? This is going to happen in 2023. I know this. And they're okay with that too even though it hurts the beloved, precious process that they claim is more important to them than the individual game outcomes. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. And I feel like a dope, okay? I'm on this show yesterday. I did the whole thing about how maybe, just maybe, Derek Shelton has... Earned that fourth year by having been such a good soldier and that there might be signs that if you look really, really close and really, really hard that he's interested in winning. But then he then he does this, you know, Crow comes on the whole world knows Crow was shot a month ago. He's got nothing left. He was overused early on. He was very effective to his credit. He began looking like a pretty nice piece of this franchise's future. And then he just kept getting used and used and used. And then when David Bednar goes down, Yeri Delos Santos goes down, Chris Stratton gets traded, and... He's the closer, and he has no numbers whatsoever to support being able to pitch in late innings. And I'm sorry, but that's still a thing. He's a 1.7 ERA guy through the first seven innings. You know what he is after the after the seventh inning? The calculator breaks, man. So the guy goes out there and gives up the, the, the judge home run and then starts walking people, and he couldn't... Locate an off-speed pitch to save his life. The Yankees wisely laid off those off-speed pitches. They waited for him to groove them. He grooved them, meaning a fastball, and boom, 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 game over. A four-run lead. The Stanton Grand Slam was hit on Crow's 23rd pitch of the inning. That means that Shelton stood there against that railing in that dugout at Yankee Stadium and watched Crow throw 23 pitches with a complete awareness that the game was not going to be won with Crow pitching. I believe we can all agree on that, right? Okay. At no point during these 23 pitches did Oscar Marine, the pitching coach, go to the mound, maybe slow things down for him, and give him a little bit of guidance. At no point during those 23 pitches Did Shelton instruct, as is very common in baseball, his pitching coach to go to the mound? Didn't happen. They stood there, the two of them, and watched the pitcher die out there, knowing that he was going to die out there. Yes, there were two guys up in the pen. There were two guys up. Chase DeYoung was up. Manny Benuelos was up. Now, neither of them is, you know, Trevor Hoffman and Billy Wagner, to say the least, but... They've been a lot better than Crow, and they gave you a lot better chance of winning this game in this situation, a four-run lead. And this, listen to it carefully, was what Shelton had to say to reporters in New York afterward when asked about that situation. Yeah, I mean, we would have gone to. We were probably a hitter away to from going to DeYoung. I mean, we'd used our leverage guys. They did a nice job, you know, keeping us in the game. We were able to extend the lead with Rudy there, and uh, you know, we just we we have to be able to get through the ninth with a four-run lead. I'm calling attention to one particular phrase here. We were probably a hitter or two away. Dot dot dot. End quote from pulling crow a hitter or two away. They were going to watch even more. Almost no matter what Stanton did, they were going to watch even more. These are people who don't care about winning. Taking orders from people who don't care about winning. Working for an owner who doesn't care about don't, don't put that on a little crow. When we come back, to J1Q. And today's J1Q comes from Phil, and it's in reference to yesterday's lead subject on Derek Shelton's immediate future. Which, as Phil asks, at the end of the day, what are Shelton's bosses asking him to do? That's the question. It's never been about winning with this front office. It's consistently been about getting looks at guys, getting guys in certain situations, or playing to gain experience. I've got a hard time holding Shelton accountable for not playing to win the games when his bosses clearly have prioritized reps and tryouts over winning. Uh, Phil, you're answering your own question, and I appreciate that. that Yes, that. I have to look for clues to try to determine what kind of manager Shelton will be. Because when he does something in a game setting now that makes you scratch your head or worse, do you always say to yourself first, hang on a second, what, what, Why would you bring in Dwayne Underwood Jr. there? Why would you do that? And you can't help but think to yourself, he's got nothing to do with this. He doesn't think Dwayne Underwood's going to get him out of that situation. He doesn't think that for a split second. He's not a stupid guy. If you hear him speak, whether or not you think he's a nice guy or whatever, he actually really, really is. He's not stupid. You don't listen to him and think, hey, there's someone who's dumb. There's someone who's going to bring in Dwayne Underwood in a tie game in the eighth inning and think that that's the right move. No. But as the game unfolds and Underwood gives up his two or three runs or whatever else he does every time he steps on the mound, who are you thinking about? Yeah, you're thinking about the manager, especially if you're watching on TV, because now you're, you're just seeing that face looking over the dugout railing and you're not seeing any reaction, and you have people go, oh, he's John Russell. Uh, He's John Russell. He doesn't show any emotion. What do you want him to do? (laughs) What do you want him to do if the GM says, this is the reliever I'm giving you, and we need to see X number of appearances out of him to make a call on him going into the offseason? The word you used there was the single most damning word that can be applied here, which is tryout. The whole thing's been a tryout camp. It really has. And the manager has been charged with conducting the tryout camp. I have no idea what kind of manager this is. I really don't. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. Can't believe you're still doing it. But I, I'm doing it too, and I'm going to do another one tomorrow.